That's the danger of this team. It's, it's, a, it's crazy. It's a. I mean, if you think about it, for today's game, today's game, the way it's taught, the way it's coached, the way it's refed, this is a perfect team, mm-hmm. virtually. This is a perfect one from ten. It's the future. Down in distance. It's on WGNRadio.com. Welcome in to Down in Distance. Little basketball edition, man. We got to get ready for game three tonight in the land. The Warriors up 2-0 in the series. The Cavs, man, <laughs> they got to find themselves a win tonight. It's a must win. Backs up against the wall. We get a chance to talk with Vincent Goodwill. Bulls insider for CSN Chicago. Follow him on Twitter, at VGoodwill. VG, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? It's good to finally uh, get in the studio with y'all. Man, we appreciate it. We've had you on the phone. Now we have you live and in person, but I got to ask you this question, man. Did did we see the NBA Finals already happen in the Western Conference Finals? I know everybody likes to likes to say that, but I, I do think that Cleveland is a very good team. I, I think they're the best of a bad bunch in the East, and I'm not so sure if Oklahoma City had the mental fortitude. If you can give up a 3-1 lead, <laughs> you know, I don't think you deserve to say, well, we should have been in the finals. You gave up a 3-1 lead. You had a chance. You had basically three games to put a team away, and you basically choked it away. So I do think Cleveland deserves to be here, but I I'm, I'm, I will say I'm disappointed in the way that they're playing the right now. The irony of this is we all expected the East to be much tougher. Like, we thought Milwaukee was going to take a step forward. I'm talking about before the season. Okay, okay. Other people thought Milwaukee would take a step forward. People, Some people thought Orlando. I had People were picking Orlando to be like the fourth or fifth seed. Yeah, Coming buy, into the season. They were buying into that Scott And, of course, hype. yeah, we thought the Bulls would be a challenge Everybody's to the Cleveland. Idea. Not not Mr. Detroit right here. No, that ain't Mr. Logic, Mr. Logic no, over here. There were a lot of people that said, I'm talking about people that played the game. You see them on TV every week that said, man, I think the Bulls are a tough matchup for Cleveland. Did the rest of the East do Cleveland a disservice by kind of not stepping it up and not stepping their games up to give Cleveland that type of pressure or environment leading into the NBA Finals? Mm, I don't know if it's necessarily that. I think Toronto, you look at Toronto, they overachieved. Mm-hmm. You, looked at, you look at the Bulls, who basically gave them the toughest series they've had in two years, and think about everything the Bulls had going in that playoff series last spring. That's just an indictment. Yeah. And, and not only that, you know, LeBron James is that great of a player that wherever he goes, he's getting to June and there's basically nothing you can do about it. Say now, what again. happens when he gets there, yeah. is, you know, is, is another, another story. story. But LeBron, that's like a one-way ticket to June. And that's just – I like that. For where it is, where his career is right now, that's saying a lot. I want to get into that a little bit later, but I do want to ask about because game three, it's a big deal. What kind of adjustments is LeBron? I mean, uh, uh, is, which 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 uh, coach you talking about here? Tyron Lue gonna have to make, and is there adjustments when you look at this Warriors team after game one, Vincent? I was like, I made a couple of bets, handshake bets with friends, five dollars here. I was already giving people money after game one. Like, hey man, I, I think it's just too hard to watch. What Golden State does, the matchups, I just don't, I just don't see the matchups with Cleveland. What can they do to kind of bounce back in game three? I don't know if there's anything that Cleveland can do within their character that, that's, that matches up with Golden State. I think people are, hopefully people are starting to come to realize that this Golden State team is a really, really good, good team. 
historic, great ball club. If you think about it, many other years, maybe Cleveland, the way that they play, playing like Golden State, maybe Cleveland wins this series if you're not going up against another dynasty. Like, this is a dynasty that basically we're looking at, at the birth of it. And unfortunately, there's going to be some casualties of it. We saw it with, with Jordan and some of the teams that they put out on their way to winning six. Cleveland just looks like LeBron looks like one of those teams that's going to be a casualty. Now, getting to the game, I'll, if I'm Cleveland, the last thing I'm trying to do is play like Golden State. I got to make it ugly. I got to, whether it's going big and saying, you know what, if y'all going to bomb us to death from three, we're going to go from three, but I got to beat you up. Isn't that amazing? Because we saw LeBron, forget his usage and the fabulous series he put on, losing the six last year. But True. just the mechanics of how they kept the series close by being physical winning the rebounding battle, making a defensive series, and getting it to the fourth quarter and making games tight, not allowing Golden State to be as fluid as they were once they inserted Eagle Dollar, then it got more fluid and they didn't have an answer. But not having Mozgov, I mean, I see this big seven-footer that he's not a scrub, no. but the fact that he can't get any tick at all That's, that, it's, is amazing to me. It's the way that they play now. And, um, um, I mean, fortunately – depending on what side you sit on, this Golden State team, although they look very similar to last year, they're not babies anymore. Like last year, they were trying to figure totally it out. Bravado. Yeah, yeah, they got that championship arrogance and that swagger. Like, okay, we can go down 15. We can go down 3-1, and we're going to come back and beat you. Like I think that series did a lot for their confidence to say, you know what, we can pull ourselves out of any situation. So now I think they're playing with clear heads, free minds, and spirits and everything else. And Cleveland, although Cleveland mucked up that series and LeBron had to take every shot, it wore him down. By game four, was it? Mm -hmm. Last year, he was dead tired. He had nothing left. And I think you're looking at a guy six straight years in the finals, man, that takes a lot out of you. People don't realize that, yeah. It's a lot. And it's amazing. That answer that he gave to Phil kind of rides what you're talking about right now. He's saying, look, I'm not just about to come out and just take 40 shots. I don't think he has it in him. Yeah. You know, that's that, he's played a lot but, of basketball, but man. But not only do they need, even if he did that, I mean, you got to have some type of look. Let me you got to have man. some type of help as well, man. You need another. You look at this series, and you looked at last. We talked about this last week, Vincent. We it was about how coming into the series, um, they're healthy at that point, right? You got your big three, and that wasn't the case of last last year. You know, you come in, LeBron's trying to do it all. Kevin Love gets knocked in the head. Kyrie holding on the ball too much, trying to figure it out. He, he's got to have some help. When you look at how this team is constructed, it constructed around what he wanted to do. And to me, now we're starting to look at it. That's becoming kind of a little bit of downfall. And you look at Golden State, and I'm so glad you talked about this. Nobody in Chicago, because of the Jordan Bulls, wants to talk about how good this team is. Give these boys credit, man. This this Golden State team, man, we're and just get it. Listen, just open up your minds and open up the, your hearts to see greatness we just talked when about it's this, right, right there. When it's greatness, right? appreciate. Just appreciate. I'm trying to man. dissect it. I mean, just to give Vince some of what we were just talking about. We were talking about the connection between Ted Williams, Muhammad Ali, and Michael Jordan, the greatest hitter of all time, the greatest boxer of all time, the greatest player in basketball, and they all missed considerable time in their prime. No, I, here's. Not just that, and if you if you tie that in, 
to especially to Jordan here, here's something I don't think people have considered. Michael Jordan missing those two years did wonders for him. Yeah. Did wonders for his body. I mean, look at what's Kobe Bryant, 36, 37? Yeah, I think he's a year older than I am. So I'm 35, so he's either 37 or 30. I think he just turned 38. No, he's, his birthday's like in July, August or yeah, something like right. that. Yeah, you're right. So he's 37, I think. Okay, so he's, 30, he's 36, 37, and we've been seeing Kobe on his last legs for three years because he's been playing ball, ball, right. ball, nothing. All the time. Mike's last year in Chicago, he turned 35 midseason. And although he was dead tired by the end of that, he looked like a young 35 compared to some of the guys we see. LeBron is my age. He's three weeks younger than me. LeBron looks like an old 32. Like, you don't see – he doesn't have the bounce in his step. Yeah. Like, as an athlete, I think, and I'm sure you know it, that quicker, that extra quick twitch that you need, LeBron is not the athlete that he was five or six years ago. Right. There's nobody at the rim. I saw him against Detroit when he was 22, and he just flew around the floor and dominated that one game, dunk after dunk after dunk. And you don't look and see any big bigs down there. If this is 22-year-old LeBron, he's moving Iguodala out the way. Right. He's moving Draymond Green out the way. He he may not physically strength-wise you, but he going to fly over you. Yeah. He can't do that anymore. Yeah. And I think that's the decline that you're starting to see with, if you're going to build a team around LeBron, that's a high ceiling. Like, you're going to get to June. But it's a hard ceiling because you might not go further now, than he that. He needs to understand. This is, bro. Mike, greatness know. has a problem really understanding what needs to be. That's, around. You know, that's the credit. We talk about Jabba, a.k.a. Jerry Krause, all <laughs> the time. But the vision he had yes. with what needed to be Michael Jordan didn't choose Scottie Pippen. He didn't move up and trade for him. He didn't take Horace Grant. He made small, subtle moves knowing this is what I need around Mike to get our team to the next level. And then, of course, the development next to Mike was a whole other different issue. Somebody needs to take LeBron in the back room and say, right now, you need to let us build around So you. I need to ask both of you guys. You guys are the basketball minds, man. I'm a football dude, man. I just watch – I just watch basketball. You're an athlete. You know you're, you're an athlete. What the, what does this team look like with Andrew Wiggins on it on that Cavs team? Amazing. De- defensively, we can just start there. Mm-hmm. Defensively, it's totally different. Well, I, I think with youth comes stupidity. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard to win when you've got it's like a. I compare LeBron to, like, a woman who's 35 and she wants to have a baby. She ain't got time to mess around with no 22-year-olds. Right. Mm-hmm. That window is open now. Ooh, Kevin Love is out for game three. I just got the – he's out. That and that, and But you know what? That could help Cleveland. That's what yeah. I was about. I was yeah. going to talk about Now they have to go that. back to that big lineup or probably a more physical – no, they but can, they just play small. They just no, they just they just play smaller at mm. four. You move LeBron to, to four, four, which is basically going to which should be his position as he gets older. So mm-hmm. does Shump come into the starting lineup or either Shumpert or you slide Kyrie to the two, you start Della Vadova and, and pray for Kyrie uh, and actually, pray for Stephen Curry's ankles in the meantime. That might actually free J.R. Smith up a little bit. He ain't ready. I I agree. I, one thing this ready. one thing the spotlight has done. Is expose all the corners and the dirt in the corners for Cleveland in their individual games. Kyrie Irving? I thought Kyrie – you can't tell me. You couldn't have told me that Kyrie Irving won the killer. I, 
I thought Kyrie was a stone cold killer. And I think he's had two bad games. Like, I think Kevin Love isn't as good as what people think they are. Right. Yeah. But I think Kyrie Irving, at worst, can get you buckets whenever. Yes. The problem is he's not getting you buckets. And he's not and he's the mark on defense. Like they're looking at him like hey, right. backdoor you. Yep. Pick you. Whoever got the matchup on Kyrie, we're going to confuse him because, A, he's not used to playing defense. B, he don't want to play defense. Man. And and that's all we – you we picking out the weak linebacker. He's the weak – let him let him, let him free. That'd be like I would watch Barry Sanders all the time. They would open up that line, and they let oh, let that let that dude come through. Yeah. A shake, dude hit the flow, Barry, Barry going for 25 yards. Telling you, man. That's Kyrie. He's the mark. Sitting on here with Down and Distance, talking with Vincent Goodwill from Bulls Insider from CSN Chicago. Listen, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I think one thing that we haven't talked about is that this this Golden State team is doing all this without the Splash Brothers really going off, right? And it's really been the tale of that Warriors bench. Shout out to Sean Livingston. I mean, Peoria native, right? Yep. Got to give credit to th- – that's the thing I see when you look at matchups – Everybody in this lineup basically can shoot three, so you put anybody out and just watch your bench come out, have your stars on the bench hanging out, and those bench players are not only giving you good minutes, they're also giving you points. How do you contend, how do you contend with that? Because we know you look at Cleveland's bench, it's not as deep. Now, this playoffs, I've looked at the bench for Golden State, and they've been hampered on the road. That's what I'm waiting to see. Like, their change on the road is night and day from when they're at home. They get loose at home, then they get on the road, they tighten up, shorter bench by the time the second half comes around. But mm-hmm. then that's when you have huh, the Splash Brothers. That's when you, that's that when can you, explode. Clay can um, I'm gonna drop poison. 20 in this quarter, get you to the five-minute mark of the fourth quarter, Steph, take over. That's the danger of this team. It's, it's, a, it's crazy. It's a I mean, if you think about it, for today's game, today's game, the way it's taught, the way it's coached, the way it's refed, this is a perfect team, mm-hmm. virtually. This is a perfect one through ten. Like, you can bring Maurice Spates, and he'll pop off and shoot threes. You can bring in Festus Azili off the bench, block some shots, grab some rebounds. Yeah. Sean Livingston, a guy you can stick him on the block at six foot seven who can be a starter for about 10 or 11 teams in this yeah, league, yeah. you stick him on the block and you tell him, go to work. And like you say, not only are you holding water with your bench in the, in the game, you're increasing your lead. So when the stars come back in, if they have to, yeah. there's no real pressure on them. You already on you already against the ropes. I'm just waiting on the knockout punch. And you got Stephen Clay with the left hook and the right jab, night-night. I just... That's different from what we've seen because even when the Bulls dominated, it was one two. Not like this. Bro. No, not like this because Mike would, would wait. Yeah. But Mike always said, look, if I get eight points a quarter, I got 32. That's the way he looked at it. And he knew he could dominate and take over at any time. But you always had Scotty just being Mr. All-Around or you always had we're some. Not, we're it's not, totally different. We're not talking the about Bull- Scotty Pippen. No, I'm just, I'm just saying the Bulls, had a, <laughs> the Bulls really didn't have the one through ten. Uh, yeah. Like Vincent's talking about with Golden State. And they I had think one. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to get into it with you, man. <laughs> Vincent Goodwill, CSN Chicago, covers the Chicago oh, Bulls. Oh, gosh. 
Let's go ahead and take a detour. Oh, no, get no, off no, this no, highway, no, man. No, no, no. Before we get I off, already see the hey, door t- detour no, coming. Before we get off the I highway, see it coming. Before we get off the highway, we have to talk about this greatness with these, the conversation all season long with these two teams. And what I've I've come to realize is that I still I'm a Chicagoan, and I love the Chicago Bulls, and I still think 72 wins is still that's my team. That's my squad, right? But watching this Golden State team, first of all, I know one thing: the Bulls are not they sweep. They're not sweeping this team, right? It's going to be a battle. Yeah, the Bulls went Bulls six. Went, Bulls winning seven, but I still want to know. I want to know one thing. Everybody talks about how physical the game was, and it was. I know it's changed, but you can throw all that out if you're coming across half court and you shooting up from thirty or twenty eight. How how do you defend that? The only thing, the only thing I think, and okay. people, the second we're talking about the second three P. The first, the first three P. Bulls. Steph Curry would kill John Paxson. So it's uh, that's that's nasty. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. But that second three P. The length of the Bulls on the perimeter is something that Oklahoma City had I agree with yeah. that, I that agree gave with that. Golden State problems. And the thing is, the Bulls would have the best closer. In the series. Yeah. With the greater will in the series. Now, that's the only thing I point to is watching what OKC did to Golden State with their length and say. But they figured it out. They did. But my whole point is, you give Mike an eight-point lead with five minutes, you're not coming back. Not at, not at, not at the Chicago Stadium or the United Center. Well, see, once It's not it, happening. But see, it, that's why it's so, it's so difficult. Like, I heard – Magic has come out and said my team would beat their team, and Shaq has come out and said our team. Oh, yeah, I saw Shaq this morning. It's like everybody's just jumping on their lawn and just shaking their. And fists. I don't. I like, disagree with Shaq because I saw when a complete team that actually played defense faced them, even though that was the fourth time they had been to the finals, so they were at the end of the rope. But what the Pistons were able to do with them with guard play, with Chauncey and with Rip, I, I think Clay and Steph would give them problems as well. I, you know, caught me among, and this is not me. Don't don't think this is me being contrarian. I don't think the '96 Bulls was the best Bulls team. I can agree with that. Okay, because it wasn't the best Mike. I can agree with that. The best and Mike '91, '92. You know, usually those guys peak around 27, 28. I think when he faced Clyde, that's when he had he had a huge chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he was right at the prime. The Olympics. Yeah, I think people get enamored by the record. Seventy two just yeah. it just feels good. It does feel good. Agreed. Well, if I was in Chicago, you know, whatever. But, you know, you look at the league and the expansion. They had the Raptors come in that year. They had Vancouver come in that year. That's a guarantee six wins, although I think they lost to Toronto that year. They lost to Toronto. Damon Stoudemire. Mighty Mouse gave them the business. Lit up up Ron Harper's old. It was in Toronto, too. Right. So, like, so, but I, I do think historically, like, when you talk about you know, the best Bulls team and, and how it, it fits up and matches up with, with Golden State, I would just say, man, Steph, Steph Curry is, a, is something we've never seen before, a guy who can shoot the ball at range, handle the ball the way he does. Like him and Kyrie have, this, have a similar handle, except Steph, Steph steps to the side when he's healthy and launches a three. Like you can't – like Mike has been something we didn't see before to a degree on evolution yeah. of – Dr. J, David Thompson, you know, that type of thing. Steph Curry is an evolution of, like, 
Ray Allen, Isaiah Thomas, Steve Nash, oh, he like all these things basically into one. So to compare it and say what would happen in a seven game series, I can't say that I can't say for sure that one team or another would win. Like if you yeah. given Steph Curry in a game seven, a hypothetical game seven, and you putting Scotty on him, I saw Scotty get crossed over by Kobe Bryant on that Kobe the Shaq thing. And Kobe ain't had no mean crossover. Steph got a mean cross. So all you need is that little sliver of daylight. Remember, didn't Steph hit a, a three on KD in Game 7 where KD was draped over him? And KD is 7-1 with a longer wingspan than Scotty. Now, he's not the same defensive player, but that didn't bother him there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, it, it would be difficult, and plus Golden State would have a lot of guys to guard Mike. Not saying that we'd be good guarding Mike, but they got the guys to guard him. Before we get off this highway. I told you, we're still on, man. There's an oasis right up there. There's an oasis. We got to get some gas. Would you ever rock a Bulls Jordan jersey and post it on social media? You got to ask me if I own a Bulls Jordan jersey. There you go. There you go. I I got three Jordan Authentics. I got a Blue Wizards. I got a black Jordan, not the pinstripe, but a black one yeah. and a red one. He's rocking Jordans, got, people. Yeah, I mean that's what fans we're saying that because you know I hate I hate my I hate I hate everything Chicago, but I hate Kanye West. I hate Chance the Rapper. I hate Garrett's popcorn. What else do I hate? <laughs> Gosh, I hate hey, Navy Pier. I understand. <laughs> I, look, I'm rocking the Zeke Pistons all day. Oh, just because he's he shot town, man. I don't look. just because I don't think that y'all team is great. Don't mean that I hate Chicago, right? All right, we all you know. The, we it's the not highway? too much there. I won't say I hate Jay Diller though. I nah, love Diller. I can never say that. I love Diller in the ever, slum. Listen, I can't. I can't bring myself to say that. I can never say. I, that. I will never say that, dude. I will never. say I'm a that. sample. I love sample. I love. That the, was, I love the Breakfast Club. You ever been to the Breakfast Club in the D? No. It's pretty good food. We got, we got we 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 not bad man. Yeah, burn rubber is my spot there. Get some nice fresh gear, some kicks. I've only been to Detroit like two times. The rest so. of the city, once for a Super Bowl. Oh, that was one of the worst Super Bowls ever. Yeah. too. it was a that was look man. I didn't hey. want to be in Detroit that way. I was still in college then. I didn't want to be there that week. Let me tell you though, we had a good time. Yeah, I go heard ahead. that vibe party that week. It was a vibe. I didn't party. go to the vibe party. I heard people had a. Once, because they had, because yeah. they had, they had shuttle. What they had yeah. in Detroit, they had shuttles around there, so people wouldn't have to rent cars and right. drive around because the weather was so was bad. But horrible. But once you actually got there and you got around, I heard, I heard some people got some work in in Detroit. <laughs> oh, 